everybody, Ben here from the Bayonet Podcast, and I am joined by Blood Tithe Ben and Ian Warhanam Hanum at the moment. How are you guys doing? All right? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, great. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. So we are uniting the triad because, as you guys have probably seen, uh, we got the Blood Bowl 2020 edition box set. We got the demo copy from Entoyment. They said, guys, please go demo this for us and uh, it was a great opportunity for us to do an unboxing and just show off the really cool toys inside now because ian and ben are both significantly better and apparently way faster painters than i am um I, I, well, when I say outsourced, I tricked these guys into each of them um receiving one of the teams and building them up and starting to paint them um and we just thought we'd get together and really talk about just what we think of the models, um, Ian has blitzed out his team, or at least started to, and Ben, literally, over a space of a 24-hour hobby stream, has, um, I'm going to say, what, two-thirds completed this team, if not more, Ben? Yeah, about, about that. A few more things to do on them, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I've got a progress shot behind me, um, and this is Ben's Imperial Nobility team. So Ben got the Imperial Nobility team, Ian got the Black Orc team, and orcs, I got orcs. Yep, Orcs, 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 and I got the star players um and the two referees to to build. And uh, I haven't even primed mine yet. And uh, as you can see on the screen behind me, Ben has base painted most of his guys. I think Ian's similarly in a position um so let's talk about the models um and ben we're going to start with you if that's all right first of all yeah. um <laughs> how are you feeling after your 24 hour stream out i mean how are you feeling it's all good yeah i, I went to bed at half 10 collapsed and woke up at like half five and it was great and so i feel energized it's, it wasn't too bad um it yeah the last half was like super fast but i just want to give a shout out to um the people who joined the stream we had quite a lot of people um like working through the night um alongside so it was like a hop it was 24 hour hobby thing for new people which was um which was really cool it was super cool to see i mean i popped into the stream a couple of times ian did as well we're just checking in and um <laughs> i went to bed i woke up <laughs> came to prod ben just to make yeah. sure he was <laughs> make sure he's all right I yeah. woke up at like I woke up at like half three in the morning, just tapped on YouTube app, and I was like, "Oh no, Ben's still going." And then I got up for work at six and logged on to YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, Ben's still going." And Tiff was like, "Is he still going?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Is he all right?" I was <laughs> like, "Yeah." This is just how Ben rolls. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, he's younger than we are. Oh, man, <laughs> apparently so. Like, I, I, to be fair, I don't think I've ever hobbied for twenty-four hours straight. Um, I've, oh, I've painted until like one o'clock in the morning before a tournament or before YouTube filming, but that's just obscene. Uh, ben, do you have work tomorrow? Uh, yeah, tomorrow being Monday, yeah, I do. Have work. <laughs> You're gonna be alright getting back onto the schedule. I think that'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've already had my night's rest. I've only got up like a couple of hours ago, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess right. I'll go back to bed in a bit. <laughs> it's just it's just an early yeah. night, Monday night. So uh, <laughs> yeah, at Ben's highest point nearly had 200 people um watching and joining and chatting it was ridiculous um it was really cool um yeah thanks to people who, who came and showed support i think it was yeah it was, it was motivating well um, you did a superb job i can't remember it was it was it was many 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 thousands of minutes i think uh <laughs> i think just i mean just on your two on your on your stream over two months <laughs> of of people's time was spent with you um 
how how crazy is that? And they learn absolutely nothing. That's not true. That, that blending a leg piece for two hours is not the way to speed paint a team. In a <laughs> hey, you it's bust out. Fine leg. Bust out the airbrush, <laughs> then bust out the wet palette. Now, I was in my office and I was like, oh, Ben is just, he's just putting out all the plugs here. He's got like these pro new paints and using like a gloss black and everything. Um, but no, it was, it was awesome. So, Ben, you built the human team. Just talk us through how you find the models, how you found the instructions, how you found the plastic. Uh, yeah, I, I think the models are, you know, top notch. Yeah, there's EW top quality as always um it's what you'd expect um now from games workshop yeah um they have a lot of detail i think i've built quite a few blood bowl teams um these are probably the most like intricately detailed i'd say uh out of all the teams off the top of my head i i think they have they have quite a lot of like uh small straps like ribbons feathers and stuff like that um and the face detail is really good because they've all got these amazing mustaches um <laughs> they the, the yeah they've got some good yeah. tashes yeah proper empire tash um yeah no they they're really good uh the instructions they do class the blitzer as lineman 2 which is odd um i'm pretty sure that's the blitzer otherwise you wouldn't have a blitzer um yeah but he he can be built like so so in terms of uh sort of modularity they're not that modular there's no head swaps in the box Oh, um okay. the sort of the only really thing you can do if you don't want to start clipping stuff is like the bodyguards the thrower and stuff they have these little what they call it's like a shield on the shoulder like spirit moves have them and stuff oh, oh come on come on in oh, uh, out of all I of us you're the history like, buff like a charged shield or something but it's a uh what are they cool days Oh dear. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a little, just like a shield with a feather, a big wing coming out of it that sort of sits on the shoulder. That's you can probably... annoy me that. That's okay. We'll come back to us. Have a break. <laughs> I've got, I've got, um, I've got them on furious camera. tapping in a minute. Got them on yeah. camera. So I'm, I'm furiously <laughs> circling them with the mouse so people can can get a guy. It's like a jousting thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, but they uh, those there that you could probably stick them on other sculpts and kind of like determine the positionals additionally the number of feathers seems to be related to what position they are like bodyguards have three linemen have two blitzers have four which is have none. A, yeah which is a very novel yeah. way of doing it it is yeah uh I, I did that with some of them so like uh one of the linemen i used one of the bodyguard heads i cut the feathers off the female lineman stick on the male bodyguard head and put that on the male lineman so you've got a little bit of like mix and matching going on just to give a little bit of diversity i think they idea. look fine um yeah the models are so sort of like um they're, they're posed in a way where they don't look as uh, samey as some of the other teams. So I guess another thing to mention is you did kind of print a couple of bits for your team as well. So when people see yes. your team, they can see the variation and the, the little bits of how you can see there on the, the female lineman, the, 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 the feathers are different and stuff. You know, done some good work there. But you've also done two really key printed bits. Take it away. Yeah. The the ogre is probably the main thing. Um the, you do get an ogre in the starter step. Yeah, the standard GW ogre, which is yep. a great model. Um, I kind of had a bit of a background with my team, including quite an important noble ogre. Um, and I had this model from Titan Forge, uh, Conquistador Captain, and I thought, oh, that looks really good. Um, so I printed off him, and he fits with the team aesthetically really quite nicely. 
I, I completely He's not in the agree. box. It's worth definitely saying that. He does <laughs> yeah. not come in the box. <laughs> and the other thing that doesn't come in the box is these fantastic little nameplates that you put together. Um, yeah. Which I think is super important in this team because even the Games Workshop guys who did the instruction booklet didn't know which player was which. Yeah, it's pretty hard to differentiate. Like I said, it's really only the feathers and like the wing motifs they have. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty tricky. I think something like this would really help, and you don't get the positional transfer in the box either. No, you so, don't. Yeah. You just get the numbers. Um, now, one thing I have seen, which kind of harkens back to uh, Craig's old school second edition elf team, is um, he the old school elves had mohawks and he painted them different colors based on the positionals i could see that working with the feathers for these guys yes yep. yeah i think that was my plan going in as well i just didn't get around to doing the feathers <laughs> yeah no, i think that, i think that makes a lot of sense so uh a good mustache colors maybe <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta vary that there was a couple of guys in chat who were really trying to push you to do the redhead um female uh, yeah at one point I, think I still will do. I think Redhead will work really nicely on this team. It'll, it'll pop quite well, I think. Anyway, it's a very, very, very lovely paint scheme with the purple and black armor there. Uh, I'm a huge fan. We've got a picture of one of your finished guys. Well, as close to finished as I've yeah. got a picture of. Still a few things to go, um, but we'll get there. Looks really, really, really cool. Now, Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. orcs We've orcs, got orcs. a picture of a finished Black Orc black orc they don't actually have positionals which is weird they should, <laughs> they should be called black orc blockers um as vampires got blitzers anyway ian you were blessed with the black orc team um, absolutely talk us through how you found the kit Re yeah uh can't really speak high enough of it it's brilliant it's um i think it's everything orcs should be they kind of uh, they're nice and chunky and they look brutal um they go the kit goes together really nicely um, unlike uh, what Ben's just saying with the humans there, each pose comes with two head variants. So although the um, the posing is is fairly sort of you know set, yeah. uh, the heads the heads change it up enough. So no no two black orcs will have the same head, which is nice. Um, um, is the same true of the goblins? Yeah, exactly the same with the goblins. Yeah. So again, you have got six of them, three poses. Uh, two different heads for each um, the goblins actually I think when I first saw them I wasn't massively in love with them but having actually kind of got my hands on the models and had a proper look at them um, they've got such good character um, and I think uh, I was saying to Ben um, last night when I was on the, the paint stream that uh, obviously at the moment from all the promotional stuff you only see the front of the models so uh, yeah. we haven't got a full idea of the kind of um 360 view yet um so actually kind of getting it and being able to spin it around and have a look at all the details is um, they're really really nice no uh, i i love the look of this team in fact i was um i was actually really impressed with the imperial nobility team i already loved the black orcs i love the idea of the team but when i saw these models and when i built the linemen for the human team i was uh, pretty enamored by them to mm. be honest I was like, this is this is a super cool team. Um, I yeah. think both both of them really um, really kind of scratched that Warhammer itch as well. Yeah. Oh, massively. Kind of I was, I was rigid, saying to uh, we had a uh, sixteen Castle Sam on the stream yesterday. He was he's been on the podcast a couple of times, 
Um, he was saying how they're proper, like, reminiscent. Like, they really bring back an Empire look. Like, we haven't seen new Empire yeah, models yeah. in, in how long? And, like, these are so, like, such a good harken to that. Yeah, whereas the, um, the, the humans we saw in the 2016 edition were very much more kind of footballers first with, yeah, yeah, they... with some, you know, spiky bits. These are very much, you know, Empire first or Orcs first. And yeah, then massively. sort of with some of the some of the footbally uh, twists on them. So yeah. I've got I've got one of your team shots you sent to us Ian up on the uh, up on the screen so we can see the different goblins and things. This is when you started block painting in. Um Yeah, yeah. And, the messy bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean even though they're the poses all they have is different heads, actually because the heads and the, because there's what, three poses of black orcs? Yeah. Normally yeah, so yeah, yeah. when you have six of a specific player type, or even four, I'm looking at you. Uh, the original Black Orc models. Um, yeah. These guys are <laughs> absolutely brilliant. And like you said, they've both kind of got this really big Warhammer vibe. And uh, they, I think both these teams are going to be massively used in other game systems, like more than any other Blood Bowl team oh, we've yeah, seen yet. I mean, I've already already seen people starting to, um, that have got their hands on these, experiment with 40k, sticking some guns in their hands. The yeah. original Orc set was, was quite good for that anyway. Yeah, you uh, did that as well at one point, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I think these guys are even better. I, I noticed with the um, the Black Orc kit is they've got, with like the rounded armor. It's really quite similar to the existing like Black Orcs, I guess, Ard Boys and Brutes. Yeah, exactly. AOS, I think a lot of people use them as um, as Ard Boys. To be honest, I mean, yeah. I need to do a few size comparisons. Yeah. Um, How do they size the... up to Brutes? That's the question. Um, I, I think they'll like be that. shorter. To oh, be okay. honest, because um, I mean, I was just comparing them to the the original Black Orc last night. Oh, and right. The original Black Orc from 2016 is very slightly taller, uh, but this guy is probably chunkier, I'd say. These guys uh, are chunky. They are yeah, chunky yeah. boys. They, they've got like the mass of an ogre, but they're just a, uh, quite a bit shorter. Um, it's, it's funny, the Black Orc from the Orc team looks very much like... Um, like in the, the old school Black Orcs from Warhammer Fantasy, uh, yeah. or even the blue box edition of um, like Blood Bowl from the 90s, um, that where they were just kind of tall and lanky, whereas these Black Orcs just look like brutes. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. And I, I, these are more the kind of. And I wonder if that's just. I wonder if there is some is something there where Games Workshop like we'll make this kit because 40k and AOS players will love this as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely set, good to have in mind. Um, and I imagine, you know, if someone's looking to get into uh, Blood Bowl and, they've, and they are someone who plays other systems anyway, it might just be something that tips them over the edge thinking, okay, I might not actually play with them in Blood Bowl. I'm interested in the game, but uh, maybe I'll just pick up the teams and, and then they've got the fullback of using them for something else. Oh, yeah. If it yeah. doesn't really come off. You were you were saying about um, like using the nobility bodyguard, like the large guy, right? It's like a Necromunder <laughs> bounty hunter or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few people talk about that. That is a very cool idea. I I love the nobility. Like, they make great um, cities of Sigmar stuff. They'll just make fantastic yeah. anything. Whether you're an old school Mordheim player, whether you're like an RPG player. Whether you've got 40k in mind and you fancy converting, or, or you know, I, I imagine it wouldn't take a lot to convert it into some kind of um, warband for Warcry uh, in the future. So 
I'd love the I love the versatility of these kits. Anyway, so the actual teams are really good. I I'm, I am I cannot I just am so on board with both of them. And once we got to build them, it was really apparent that they were absolutely top-notch kits. Barag and Griff are of a slightly different ilk, shall we say. And I think Ian pegged on this where they said, well, actually, there's no like 360 zoom of the models yet. Mm. Oh, man, could have used that. So a couple of bits to note, and this is super, super, super important, is when it comes to Griff, on the instructions, there is a bit that says glue his face to his body and then the second bit is glue the helmet together and then put it on the head on the face do not do that that will not work <laughs> now i i may have done this wrong and I, I may have been doing it wrong so i don't know feel free to follow the instructions but i, <laughs> I ended up um, being very glad i used super glue because i could just you know get a scalpel and crack it apart uh scrape off the old glue and then basically glue face into one side of helmet and glue other side of helmet on with face and then glue entire head onto body was just so much to, well it's the only way i could find it to make it work um there was that and on varag it's very difficult to kind of fit the face horns on uh without that 360 picture however in the grand scheme of things they are not mi-24 helicopters which to this day Team Yankee, worst models I've ever built in my life. They, <laughs> they, these, these are advanced, and we knew that going into the team. You know, especially. Well, I mean, one of the goblins had like four team pieces in. <laughs> Maybe three. not quite. Yeah, so I think it was the. Just, he's got like a, a front apron, a back, two arms, the shoulder pad, and a head. Uh, yes, Goblin uh, Bruiser Lineman 1. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 pieces. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can get that on the little camera picture there. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. So these aren't push fit. So this is a starter kit, but it's a box set with two full full teams. Like these are yeah. actual model kits. Um, and the star players are actual model kits. So if you were to buy them individually, you would not feel remotely shortchanged at all. But if this is your first foray into miniature building, I think the Blackhawk team will be fine. Nobility, Ben, what did you reckon? Pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, it, it wasn't like like elves or something like that, oh, which yeah. are actually quite difficult. That's, um, a, that's a fair shout. Yeah, yeah, it was they, they went together really easily. And the star players are fine. Just take a little bit of effort. The, obviously, the referees are just an absolute um, cakewalk. And they're wicked models. <laughs> I was really tempted to use a dwarf as a dwarf coach, but he's got a whistle and it just seems a bit, actually, yeah. <laughs> I think this guy is a referee. It's a very cool miniature. So the models are fantastic. I I, I cannot say good things enough about them. And I'm very much looking forward to two weeks for the pre-order um, to get more stuff. Plus the necromantic team. I'm very excited to get my hands on that as well. So what else have we got to look at? That's just the wrong page. That's the right page. So Ian's Blackhawk 1, Ian's Blackhawk 2, Varag here. And Varag is a chunky, chunky boy. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how he sizes up to a lot of other models. He is um, almost exactly the same size and position as the Blood Bowl Ogre. In fact, he is wider. As in the one from the, one from the human team? Yeah. 
he's, yeah, yeah, okay. he's cool. broader off the shoulders um, but the actual running position and everything is the same thing and he's about the same height uh, I've got him ruined things by my Blood Bowl Ogre he's actually stepping on a um, on a Noblar but if he wasn't <laughs> stepping on the Noblar he'd be about the same height Varag is a bit wider but it's it's definitely Ogre sized and it, you know for painting I was a bit worried I was like oh am I going to have to paint this in stages but actually they've done a, a really good job of making almost all the detail accessible I, I'm, I'm not worried about painting any of that and the same with Griff I didn't glue the bird on the bird is separate which will please some people um, but you end up with a really cool uh, Griff model. I, I like it. I think it's really good. I, I'm really impressed with Griff. I, I would... Yeah, I mean, he's a great star player, so I think um, it's important that this model is really good. And I think it's an, for an iconic star player, it's a really good model. And even though the coloured plastic makes it look like board game stuff, um, you guys have both painted it now. Do you, do you think it's is the plastic of a lesser or different quality than what we'd normally get from Games Workshop? Uh, it's, I think it's just on. Yeah. It's 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 then it's the as good as their newest stuff is basically. Yeah, not not noticeable in the slightest. Yeah. No, fantastic. I I agree. I was prepared for it to be a little bit ropey, but actually, it was absolutely perfect. Really, and actually, it's quite useful because um, a lot of people undercoat it in grey as well, don't they? That uh. It is quite uh, having a bit of coloured plastic. You you know if you've covered it. <laughs> that's as silly that's, as that sounds. No no no, that's yeah. a really good point. Now naturally, I'm going to prime my guys brown and start with that. But um, for 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 blood for 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 the board game aspect, or those people who just don't want to do the hobby, I like the coloured plastics. Um, yeah, me too. I yeah. think I think it works brilliantly. Um, it's going to be extra difficult to figure out which of the nobility players are which. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you probably just want to invest in some um, some of the uh, the rings for the bases. Yeah, yeah. I think Willie Miniatures are really good for that. In yeah, fact, yeah. Just, just do that. They've got um, they've got a Black Black Friday sale on either now or soon, and they're quite good value based things. So if you're picking anything up from Willie Miniatures, do get some of those base rings because we use them on YouTube. They pop out brilliantly, and they're just so useful. For tournaments as well so we've covered the miniatures is there anything else you guys want to talk about with the miniatures um, um one thing i'll yeah. mention on nobility uh it may affect some people um all the shoulder pads on all of the nobility guys uh join in the middle so you do get a big seam in the middle <laughs> so uh, i was saying exactly what i didn't yeah uh, that is that is that is a bit annoying. Um, I didn't do too much about it just because for speed's sake. Um, and once they're painted, uh, especially in a dark color, it's quite hard to notice. But um, yeah, I was going to yeah, say you, I... you may you may want to flex some uh, some green stuff or you know something to gap fill. Oh, did you use plastic glue, Ben? Uh, I did use plastic glue, yeah, but it doesn't really gap fill. Oh, because um, you've recommended that before, Ian, haven't you? To say that actually, plastic glue helps conceal some of some it of the lines. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't fix it. I've that. recently been um, seeing uh, Vince Vince Ventrella with his. Uh, have you seen this Ben with the, his plastic putty stuff? Where essentially it's um, plastic glue with melted sprue in it. Oh, the sprue glue. I, I yeah, made some up glue. for this. That yeah, I just, I just didn't do the concentration right. It's a so great kind of idea. Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really good <laughs> idea. And probably a really useful pickup as well. Surely it's uh, 
Surely it can't be as good as the liquid green stuff, though. Oh, to be oh. honest, I don't read that stuff. <laughs> oh, no, that was pure bait. Do not worry. Oh, good, good. Yeah, bite, bite, bite. <laughs> I, I did appreciate the awkward silence for a very split second. Oh, that was wicked and very appropriate. So, oh, one other thing, one other thing to mention. Yep. Um, I had someone asking me about um, whether it's worth subassembling. Um, and yeah, honestly, for the Blackhawks, I wouldn't bother. Uh, there's no. I think there's one or two buckles in one pose where it's maybe slightly trickier to get to with a brush but other than that everything's pretty open so i they're, would just glue them they're just not massively it. complicated miniatures are they no they're not i don't know about the humans would you recommend uh, them or are they all quite open no no yeah you can you can get everywhere with them like there's bits where the wings might consider a bit of the shoulder pad but it's really not yeah didn't encounter any issues that's cool that's good because the problem is with Blood Bowl is you need normally like one one box and you've got the team and the team is ready to play. So you can have it ready. And I mean, how long did it take you guys to build the team? I suppose is probably a good question to ask. Honestly, quite a long time. Um, I did it sort of in chunks though. So it, it, it took a it took a couple of hours. All in all. Yeah, I just sat in front of a film and um, blitzed through them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the question, Ian, is what did you watch? Yeah, that's true, yeah. No, I reckon it was probably um, two hours. Assembly. Definitely not um, easier build like the uh, previous stats. Oh, yeah. No, you could blitz those teams together in absolutely no time yeah. at all. So <laughs> I think these guys are not a beginner set, like not an easy level, but like a, a level two kit that you're going to have no difficulties with the teams. From a painting point of view, they will paint up lovely. You guys have proven that. But... Uh, an average painter is going to have no difficulty, I think, making these teams look good. Yeah, I mean, I was saying as well to Ben yesterday that the the Blackhawks have got really, really nice textures on them. So the all of the kind of trousers and the gloves and stuff have really uh, kind of the folds are really well defined. So and the muscle uh, muscles on there as well. So I think they'll take even things like contrast or. If you're just someone who likes to do base coat and a wash, it still will look really good. So my my patented Agrax method's going to work okay then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agrax Agrax. Went, pat, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you, I didn't see it in your blog. I haven't had a cease and desist letter yet from Games Workshop, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're nearly there. I feel like we're nearly at that level now. Fantastic. Cool. So the teams get the seal of approval from us guys. Um, hopefully you managed to pre-order your own copy, uh, but I think otherwise the teams will probably be available on their own in January time. Um, I think that's pretty cool. The other thing that I wanted to, to talk with you guys just, just for a few minutes before uh, I let you go and let Ben try and figure out what time of day it is, um, <laughs> uh, is uh, the stats and stuff that Acorn the Squirrel came out. Did, oh, brilliant. <laughs> did, I, I think the guys brought this up on your stream, Ben. Yeah, we did have a chat about this uh, on stream. Um, which was awesome. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be wanting a squirrel. I think it's yes. so cool. <laughs> so the squirrel does come free with the tree man kit, or the tree or does man. Does the tree man comes... come free with us? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Well, actually, uh, even with that way around, the tree man would be cheaper than uh, star players from Forge World. So <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one. So Acorn the squirrel, movement seven, strength one, agility two plus, passing dash armor six plus and he costs 80k skills here we go deep breath 
Claws, Dauntless, Dodge, Frenzy, Jump Up, Loner 4 Plus, No Hands, Sidestep, Stunty, and Titchy. So this guy is an Edge 2 Plus, Movement 7, Armor Boosted Snotling that comes with Frenzy, Jump Up, No Hands, Claws, and Dauntless as well. <laughs> so no right stuff, no right stuff. So you can't throw the tree, which is a... Can't throw it. Uh, sorry, can't throw the tree. Huh. There you go. Can't be thrown by the tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which I think is a bit of a shame. Um, but it also has a very cool special rule, which is Blind Rage. Acorn may choose to re-roll the d6 when rolling for the Dauntless skill. Now, it doesn't say once per turn. It doesn't say once per game. That is every single time. So a Strength 1 Squirrel with Blind Rage and Dauntless is going to be... What was it you said, Ben? Was it 3+. plus? For a strength three player? Yeah, because I think you've got to beat the strength. Yeah. So three plus with a re-roll. <laughs> so eight times out of nine, it's uh it's gonna be one die blocking with claw and frenzy. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> so with, just to check, I, I don't know if the new rules has changed this. With the frenzy, would you'd roll Dauntless again for the second block? You would, yes. yeah. So yeah, that re-roll again would apply, so that's cool. Yeah, so you get it's it's really good odds that you're gonna get that one die block. Now obviously when um when when you get when you do fail the Dauntless and you're then <laughs> having a strength one guy trying to blitz it's the fine. three die uphill. You, can, you yeah. gotta dodge. But you don't get to dodge your own block dice that's here. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah alright. That doesn't help at all, does it? That would be really cool. That'd be really cool. Um <laughs> can you imagine if you had Juggernaut as well? That would just be fantastic. <laughs> just just waiting for that skull. So uh 80k, it's a little bit more than a keg. And uh I think what I, what I said what I think when I joined your stream for a bit, Ben, was that um I could see him being taken by a team that's got enough money for a keg and a little bit more, and it's just like do I take a keg or do I just, for the lols, yeah. run the Psycho Squirrel? It's quite an awkward amount to get as an inducement normally. It that is. Sort of 80, 90 level. is like the worst. I mean, yeah. e even though now you've got like uh, 20k cheerleaders and stuff to induce, it's like, well, do I take a keg and a cheerleader or do I take a movement 7 strength and <laughs> 1? Murder Squirrel. Yeah. And he just has like a distraction kind of effects, right? Yeah. He's pretty good. Psychological. Like, yeah, he's going to cause a nuisance. <laughs> Psychological. Keep the big guys away from him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I think we will see Acorn played a lot in League. I don't think we'll see him played a lot in uh, tournaments. Um, <laughs> but for those players that just want to watch the world burn, he's going to be an absolute sweet pickup. And for I'm definitely teams... going to paint one up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've got the Tree Man kit on pre-order as well. So... But the the best the best acorn model is the one of the uh, is that halfling head where there's a squirrel <laughs> on the hat. And it's yeah, that's just what I'm going to go for that one. The decapitated halfling head with a squirrel on top <laughs> is now a star player. So that's 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 pretty cool. That was acorn the squirrel. Anyway, guys, uh, we'll wrap up now quickly. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on and just chatting through the teams. Um, I hope you're enjoying painting them up. Absolutely, yeah, and much. yeah, massive shout out again to Entoyment uh, for letting us get our brushes on them because, uh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic, it's a real pleasure. And um, yeah, hopefully it will, um, you know, steer a few people to their to their shop. Oh, I think uh, they did very well at the pre-release, which is awesome. But yeah, Entoyment, um, great family-owned 
local gaming shop that really support us on the podcast and um, their games workshop prices are basically the same as everywhere else i think they've got exactly the same discount as most discounts most discounters so if you're making a games workshop order uh, maybe give them a try because i found the service to be brilliant and um, it helps support the show as well which is wicked uh, and if you want to see some more progress of this, the best thing to do is to follow Ian at uh, at Warhanam on Twitter. Is that probably the best place to follow you, Ian? Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm most active, yeah. And how about you, BT? Instagram or just on the uh, BHPC stuff? I think just on the BHPC stuff, I share most of my things. I'm, I'm blood tired on Instagram, though. Um, I don't upload massively regularly. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if I do upload, it'll be on there. Ah, absolutely fantastic well guys thank you very much for joining me and thanks very much for watching and listening uh, please feel free to drop us any questions you've got you've already done that loads which is brilliant um, because it's great fun to go through the box uh, and uh, we'll be back again soon with more Blood Bowl content see you later guys bye